What's up, guys? It's Jordan with the Laundromat Resource Podcast. This is show number 70. Dang, 70. It just feels like a lot to me. I don't know. Feels like a lot. 70 is like legit a lot of podcast episodes. And it's been awesome so far. And today is no exception. I'm super pumped because today we're going to talk with Dominique Boone, who has a cool business model and is doing some awesome stuff, has a really interesting story and how she got into the laundry business. And she shares that today, drops a ton, I mean, like a ton of wisdom. And man, it this was like a very... Uh, just a very informative, very interesting episode. I know you're going to love hearing her story and you're going to love hearing all the things she has to say. She has an awesome mindset. Feed off of that, adopt that into what you're doing with your life and your business. And man, it's going to be great. A uh, couple quick things before we jump into it with Dominique is number one, uh, every single month lately for the last 10 months so far. This is going to be number 11. Dave, Laundromat Millionaire Men's and I do a live Q&A. And we got one coming up on the, I think the 29th. It's Wednesday, 29th of September, 2021, depending on when you're listening to this. And uh, it's, you know, it's going to be live. It's going to be awesome. And if you have questions, whether you're trying to get into the business for the first time, or if you own a business and you, you know, you got questions about how to optimize that business or how to scale out. Um, dude, I mean, first of all, I love being in there, hanging out with you guys, answering questions, but there's not too many people who do a better job at that than Dave, Laundromat Millionaire Men's ton of wisdom to be gained from those live Q and A's and not just from Dave and I, uh, man, pretty much an all-star cast shows up to every one of these things. Uh, laundromat owners who are experienced, who are knowledgeable in this industry and who drop a ton of wisdom in the comment section. So man, it's like a party. In fact, the last one, uh, last month that we did on Dave's YouTube channel, uh, this this month will be on my YouTube channel. Last month was on Dave's, and he actually hit a thousand subscribers uh, on that live Q and A. Pretty fun. It was a really good time. Um, you can see replays of that both on my YouTube channel, Laundromat Resource, uh, YouTube.com/slash Laundromat Resource, and on the Laundromat Millionaire uh, YouTube channel. So check those out if you're interested in that, and then join us on the 29th. You can check out more information about that at laundromatresource.com slash events, uh, laundromatresource.com slash events. That link and all the other links will be on the show notes page, laundromatresource.com slash show 70. Again, man, 70 is legitimate. Pretty cool. Uh, show 70. Okay. And also if you're on YouTube, you know, it's uh, the, the links will be down below. Hey, make sure you subscribe, by the way, if you're on YouTube and hit that little bell. All right. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to let some of you guys in on as I know some of you guys, maybe you have listened to the podcast episode with my brother, John. Um, he and I do uh, started a laundromat uh, resource marketing. We've built a lot of your websites. We've run ads for you guys. A lot of cool stuff. A lot of you guys have uh, you know talked with him in various different ways. Just want to give you a quick update on him for anybody who's interested. Uh, he is in the process of getting a kidney transplant. Uh, pretty serious. He's had a he's had kidney issue since he was a little kid, and um, things have been kind of going downhill for a little bit. And he's like kidney transplant is imminent. Uh, but anyway, I just want to let you guys know that. And if anybody's interested in more of that or hearing his take on all that, he's got a super interesting 
like YouTube vlog, video blog, uh, vlog. Um, and you know, I'll put a link to it just in case anybody wants to go check it out. He's really, you know, he's sharing his story pretty, pretty raw, pretty real, but also he just has some like really interesting ways that he's thinking about this whole thing. And I'm not just saying that because he's my brother. He's like, he's actually interesting. He's actually has like an interesting way of thinking about it. So anyways, I'll put a link there just in case any of you guys are interested um, in checking that out, supporting him by, you know, checking out his vlog. Um, all right, cool. Uh, man, I mean, there's a lot going on as always. Don't forget every Thursday I do a live webinar. Um, so make sure you, you know, check that out. If, if that's something that's interesting to you, you can just find that. Uh, right on the top of the homepage, laundromatresource.com. And uh, man, you know, we got everything going on right now. The YouTube channel is going like gangbusters. The, uh, you know, the blog has been blowing up lately. A lot of cool stuff happening over there. You know, the podcast obviously is, I mean, it just continues to grow up, blows my mind. You guys, I mean, dude, so cool. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I would have a laundromat blog, nor when I started it, did I think that it would ever, you know, do what it's doing right now. And which, uh, you know, is number one, a lot of people are listening to it. But number two, you know, I just get messages every single day. I can't even keep up with my emails these days because I get messages all the time from people who are like, you know, Waleed, you know, said some awesome stuff. It's really just changed the way I thought about stuff or Ariana, you know, is doing some cool stuff in San Francisco. And I love the way that she's doing business or, you know, Dave Mans or Luke Williford or Ross Dodds or, you know, on and on and on down the line, pretty much every week I'm getting messages from people about how you guys, laundromat owners, you guys who are coming on the podcast, who are sharing on the forums, you know, who are contributing in the live Q and A's and the webinars and all that stuff. You guys have been helping each other out. And that's what this is all about, right? I never created this, nor do I want this to ever turn into just me giving information or me doing anything. What I want to see is us doing stuff together, us elevating this industry, us, you know, helping each other have better businesses and, uh, man, that's happening. And it's so, so cool. Um, Oh, I did want to just say one real quick, we're going to get into, I promise we're going to get into it right now with Dominique cause it's awesome. So stay tuned. But, um, dude, uh, first of all, uh, Redfin, you know, the real estate website contacted me, asked me for a little quote about how to get odors out of clothes. Just want to let you know that I gave you guys a shout out out there. And I said, Hey, the best way to get odors out of clothes is to send it to a laundromat with ozone or to do a pickup and delivery service with ozone. So I just want to let you know that I'm trying to get business come your way uh, that way. Pretty cool. And also wanted to say pretty cool. I saw some of you guys are actually in the same article and I think Redfin did a couple different articles on laundry and, and some of you guys were in some of the other articles too. So way to go, way to represent the industry guys. And uh, you know, man, keep killing it. Keep, you know, improving your businesses and man, let's just do this thing together. I'm doing my best to help you guys connect with each other, connect with, you know, the resources that are going to help you take your business to the next level and trying to drive customers your way also. All right. Just wanted to share that. I thought that was pretty cool uh, to be able to have an opportunity to do that. So, all right, enough of that. Let's uh, jump into a Dominique right after this. 
All right, guys, today's episode is brought to you by Atmosphere TV. You may remember back in episode 34 when Atmosphere TV's Mike Kelly joined me on the podcast. It was an epic, epic episode. If you haven't listened to it, show 34, laundromatresource.com slash show 34. Go check it out. It's incredible. A ton of value there. One of the things we talked about is just the importance of creating a good, positive atmosphere in your laundromat. And I was just rereading the book by Simon Sinek, Start With Why. And one of the things that really stands out to me is that people don't make purchase decisions based on, you know, the logic of, you know, any decision that they're making to spend their money. It's more based on a feeling and an association. And so it's really important to uh, create a positive feeling, a positive atmosphere, no pun intended, uh, in your laundromat to help people associate this chore that most people don't like doing with something positive. Atmosphere TV is an incredible way to help improve the atmosphere of your laundromat. And basically, if you haven't heard of it, what it is, is it has 50 plus channels uh, created specifically for businesses with everything from uh, sports clips, hilarious fail videos, draw dropping videos from all over the world. There's automobile channels. Uh, there's a ton of stuff. My kids love, love, love it. And my customers love it. Atmosphere TV could be a great way to either supplement your cable or a lot of us laundromat owners are cutting our cable bill completely and running Atmosphere TV. They're designed to be used with no audio, but they also do have an audio option. That way you can kind of design the atmosphere of your laundromat the way that you want it. So get rid of cable, get rid of those news channels that are bringing negativity into your laundromat and fill your laundromat with positive videos that bring positive vibes to your customers with Atmosphere TV. And if you use the code word, the keyword, the uh, promo code, I don't know, resource, promo code resource, then they're going to waive your setup fee. And now everything is going to be free. There's no monthly fee for it. Um, you can use it for free in your laundromat and it's going to be a vibe to your uh, atmosphere. So check out atmosphere.tv. I'll put a link down in the description on YouTube or in the show notes. Check it out there. Make sure you use the keyword resource that we can get that thing for free. And, or if you'd like, email Mike at mike.kelly at atmosphere.tv. TV. Dominique, thank you for coming on the show. I'm super, super excited to hear it. You have like a very, very cool business model that I think a lot of people will be intrigued by. So thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my honor, my pleasure. Cannot wait to hear about what you're doing in your business. But before we get into that, can you just give us a little background on who you are and, and then maybe kind of Take us down the journey to what landed you in the laundry business, which is, I don't know if you get the comments all the time, but I get the comments, you know, laundry and like, I have laundromats, right? Like laundromats, it's so random. Like who does that? <laughs> I don't know if you get them, but uh, I do for sure. But tell us who you are. Yeah. Sure. Um, so my name is Dominique Boone, owner and founder of Leslie's Laundry Care. And we are a mobile laundry and dry cleaning service, including alterations here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, a little bit about me. I am a mom and my daughter name is Leslie. And I named the business after her to create generational wealth. All right. All right. I was wondering because I was like, it makes sense to name it after you, but who's Leslie? So I didn't know if you 
had bought it, you know, originally, I didn't know if you had bought it from Leslie or, but that makes a lot of sense. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people will remember me by, Hey, Leslie. And <laughs> my daughter gets so mad, like I'm Leslie, but they remember the brand. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's right. You kind of stole your daughter's name a little I bit. I know it. I know it. <laughs> uh, you should just start calling her junior now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so take us back before, uh, Leslie's laundry and tell us a little bit about you and how did, how did this whole idea come about? Sure. Um, so I received a bachelor's degree from Fayetteville state university, um, worked on the Fort Bragg military base for a year or two, um, came back to Charlotte, worked for, um, a bank and really, was looking for my passion. Um, I worked for a, a hospital here in Charlotte and it's one of the largest hospitals. And I did that for about eight, nine years. Um, I was able to get my uh, master's degree. And after I had Leslie, I was just really on a search for my purpose and my passion. Mm-hmm. You know, I will apply for jobs within the hospital. They will say, oh, well, you're overqualified or you have to know somebody to really get into the hospital system, mm-hmm. you know? And so one day my mom's washing machine broke and she called and she needed laundry. She needed me to wash and fold her laundry. So I went and washed and fold her laundry. And at the time, Leslie's laundry care was born, just really took off immediately. Really? So yeah. it happened. So it happened because happened your mom's washing machine broke down basically. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm just going to put it out there. First of all, I just want to say you're not alone in this, but looking from the outside in, you said you're looking for your purpose and your passion and you started a laundry company. So tell me, how does this fit in with your purpose and your passion? Are you there or is it a stepping stone to your purpose and passion? Sure. So really during the time I was taking different classes, like sewing classes or just Anything I would just take on for 30 days just to see, hey, I may like this. Can I do this for a long time? And it's like I just fell into it. It was just God's plan, really. And I love to wash and fold clothes. You know, I did it all growing up. And it's just amazing how a chore could turn into a full time business. Let me I mean, can we just back up for a second? I love what you just said, because you said you said that you you would take classes for like 30 days on a whole bunch of different things. And just to see, you know, you're looking for it. Right. And what I love about that is, first of all, I did this, uh, not what you did. I did what I'm about to say. And I know a lot of people who do the same thing when you're looking for your purpose and your passion, you sit down on the couch and you think, Hmm, what's my purpose and my passion? You know what I mean? Like we spend a lot of time up in our heads trying to find our purpose and passion where I think the purpose and the passion is in the action. That's like, man, look at, that's kind of catchy, isn't it? The purpose and the passion is in, is in the action. I like that, man. Uh, But I love, love, love that you're like, okay, like, I'm not going to sit on the couch and think about what my purpose and passion is. I'm going to go out there, experience a bunch of different things. And then I'm going to end up finding it because my mom's washing machine breaks down. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's, I think that's awesome. I mean, I think, dude, that, I mean, that's a pro tip right there. You know, if you're, if you're looking for a purpose, if you're looking for a passion, if you're looking for a business that's going to, you know, you're going to jive with 
Like, don't sit around and think about it. Don't go talk to other people about it. Get out and start doing stuff. Make mistakes. Find out you don't like things. Find out what you do like. And then find out what fits. I love that. Yeah, that's the best way to do it, especially now. You know, all jobs are pretty much paying $20 an hour. You know, even if you have the perfect career that you're past that you always wanted to try, try Mm -hmm. something in that industry for 30 days. You can learn a new habit in 30 days. You can get a new business in 30 days. So like for me, that was just my goal. And it just really um, everything just fell into place. I mean, I got to say, first of all, should I call you Dominique or should I call you Leslie? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, Dominique, you're sounding a little bit like a genius right now. Like I'm serious. Like I think that that we could end the whole show right there. And there are people listening to this right now that just needed to hear that and, and get into action, you know, and not only that, but there's so much, there's so many free classes now uh, that you really can try out anything, right? Did you do a lot of in-person classes or online or what? Yeah. So prior to COVID, I did do a few um, in-person classes, but when COVID hit, everything was online. So I took as many classes as my schedule can take. Um, That will be eight week classes, 12 week classes. And they were free, you know, through the city of Charlotte, um, other Carolina business resources and just anything that I wanted to learn. And, you know, for me, the structure for your business is very important. So that's the type of, type of classes that I signed up for to make sure that I had a good foundation. You know, a lot of times you could just jump into business and you don't create the structure. And that's why a lot of businesses fail, mm-hmm. you know, so um, the free classes, really, I haven't paid for a class yet. They're all free. Um, all you got to do is just take that step and sign up and commit the time. You know, it may be two hours a week, but if you take the time to learn it, then you'll be better off. And then. Holy cow, man. I mean, I, I just think that that is like, it's going to hit people, certain people, right. Especially if you're just getting started in business or you're just getting started in life, really, you know, or in college or coming out of college or coming out of high school or whatever, or you're in high school, like so important in like finding, finding classes, you know, free or pay. I mean, that's awesome that there's free class. Where did you find those? Like, yeah. So, um, here in Charlotte, our local community college, um, the central Piedmont community college, they actually have a business entrepreneurship um, department and it, anything that you need is a free service to any business owners. So they offer classes every month. Like I said, it's just the time and just doing it and really being committed. Cause a lot of times you get in classes, you're like, you know what? I may not want to take this two hour class right after work or mm-hmm. from six to eight, you know, but there is some valuable information. So you just really have to want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's awesome. I mean, okay. I don't want to get too stuck on that. Cause I know, I mean, I want to get into your story a little bit more, okay. but man, I think that that is huge. And what I love about it is that, you know, you, you went and got your master's right. And you're still taking 
classes at, yeah. you know, the community college in the entrepreneurship, you're still learning. And, you know, that's so key. Every, every successful person that I have ever communicated with or heard on a podcast or watched on YouTube, or whatever, like they're continually learning. Right. And that is a key component to success. So absolutely, kudos to you. Okay. You. So that was awesome. Let me, let me take us back again. And okay. your, your mom's washer breaks down. She needs some help with some laundry. You step in like a superhero that you are. And you say, <laughs> okay, I'll do your laundry for you. First of all, tell me about that, that, that experience. I mean, did you just go grab her laundry and take it to a laundromat? What did you do for your mom that one time she needed her laundry done? Sure. So she, my mom would keep my daughter. It was about less than two years old. She would keep her every day. So I would drop Leslie off at her house. So one day I'm coming back home to pick Leslie up from her home. I pick up her laundry. I take it home to my home, wash, dry and fold it and bring it back to her the next day when I'm taking my daughter. And so I already had the concept just in the one order that I did for my mom. Right. She had a lot of preferences. She wanted like <laughs> thin downy sheets and bleach. It was towels and it was just a lot. So I'm like, okay, if you get a customer like this, this is how you handle it. But it was amazing. It was an amazing, like that's how my business run right now. Just from that one order. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Well, listen, everybody I know right now is wondering did your mom pay you for this or did she get, was this like a, a beggars got to be cheesy situation? <laughs> I'm just kidding. My mom get free laundry all the time. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Then I would just pin a little tag on our, on her laundry that says beggars can't be choosers. And <laughs> your laundry gets clean the way right. I want to clean it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. So, all right. So you did that for your mom. Now tell me, how did that turn into a business? Okay. So like, what did you do from there? Did word get out that you're comping laundry right now? Or like, what, <laughs> how did it so, happen? Yeah. So after that, I, I looked online to see if there was any services that would have been able to pick up my mom's laundry and wash it for her. And no company would come to her side of town or even my job or even where I live. So I knew there was a market like who's servicing the people, you know, and different. And we live on separate sides of town. So I just did a whole lot of research to see if any companies and it wasn't. So literally six months later, we were on the, the local news. Um, people, I put it online. I was taking those classes through um, the community college, CPCC, um, just to learn how to like market and get my name out there. Um, social media was very big. I started posting every day, mm -hmm. one time a day, and I would get one customer from Facebook and one customer from Instagram every day, just by posting one time. And so it just took off like that. Um, and now we're doing like larger contracts um, with universe, local universities. And so it's just really the grind and the consistency. That's where a lot of people fall off. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah. You know, having the grind and the consistency that's yeah. I mean, with the continual learning, that's the next thing, right. Is just stay. And that's, I think for, well, I'll just speak for myself. I think other people can relate to this, but that consistency part, that's difficult, man. And Absolutely. I think some people can just really just kind of get in a groove, 
and just be consistent at what they do. And other people like me see shiny objects left and right. And I, you know, doing the the same thing over and over. And I'm like, Oh, kill my soul. Right. I gotta be doing something different here. But that's why, you know, I spent a lot of time bouncing around a whole bunch of different things. Right. Because I get some momentum in something and then I'd bounce around to something else and all that momentum's gone and I got to start all over. It's exhausting. So <laughs> it is, it is, you have to find your groove. Like for me, I work full time. So if I have to be to work at seven o'clock, I'm posting at 6am before I even clock in mm-hmm. for a long time. So for me, it was just, it became, like I said, a habit. I started doing it for 30 days and like now it's just easy for me. And, you know, a lot of times like on social media, we're sitting there looking at a whole lot of junk. Anyways, you can just post one thing out the day mm-hmm. that takes a few seconds, you know, so, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that's, that's just how I look at it. <laughs> I, I mean, I love it. So were you, you said you were posting on Instagram and Facebook and you were getting like a customer a day. Yes. Was that just organic stuff or were you paying for ads or how, how did that happen? Um, That was organic through social media. Now Google ads is very big and I was paying for those. Um, But I mean, unless you really check your analytics, you really don't know if someone found you through a Google ad. Mm-hmm. It just gives you more of the expo- exposure if someone's looking for your particular service in the area. For example, if someone searched laundry services, I'll pop up first. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, that was very good for people that didn't know who I was. And you're just looking online. Let's say you're in town for the day. You need something dry clean. Um you know, like hotels and places like that. So it just really depends. But that was a big market for me because prior to having a business, I didn't have social media at all. So I had I had started with zero followers, didn't even know how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this was 2017. So, you know, it was it was definitely a learning curve. And I knew that. But I knew also I didn't have the money to pay a social media marketer. Yeah. So. Don't tell me you missed the MySpace craze. <laughs> no, on. I was on MySpace now. Okay, good, good, good. The good old days. Right, <laughs> top, top five, top ten. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if my MySpace is still up there somewhere. I don't know. Probably should, nothing pro- goes away on the internet. <laughs> yeah, don't nobody go search that because that'll probably be embarrassing. Um, can can you tell me? I mean, I think so. You know. I think social media is probably underutilized by most laundromat owners and most, you know, laundry service providers. Uh, can you, I mean, what do you, what are you posting pictures of, you know, for like on your, on your stuff, what have you been, or what have you seen working and what it hasn't worked or. I post um, delivery. So like, or my bags that you see in the background here, okay. um, I post because I'm working in my business every day. I'll just post something that I'm doing. If I'm washing clothes, I'll post how to wash clothes or, you know, just everything that I'm doing. I'm not doing anything extra. It's just, I'm working inside my business every day. Um, a lot of times we give the bags away free to every customer. So I all, everybody wants a blue bag. And so for me, that's just something that has always stuck with my business from day one um, is the free laundry bags. And um, so you just post what you're doing because that's all people want to see, but post something of value. So Mm -hmm. if you have like your truck, if you have it wrapped or if you have any promotional materials, you know, 
and that will help get the word out there. Yeah, I think it's good. I think a lot of people struggle with like, what do I post pictures of? Right. Like my washing machine. <laughs> and I see a lot of people do post pictures of washing machines, which is, I think it's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, every now and then, but really I, I think what works is like, like you said, like people want to see what you're doing, see behind the scenes. They want to uh-huh. see the action. They want to see Absolutely. the people who are doing Mm-hmm. You know, like who's who's messing with my underwear? You know, right. like <laughs> who do I have to show my underwear to? Uh, no judgment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think that's awesome, and I think that, like I said, I think a lot of uh, laundry service providers and laundromat owners underutilize social media. Like you said, I mean, I think if if anybody could gain. Uh, a new customer a day just by taking five minutes to post a a picture on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Like, man, the return on investment on that is pretty dang high. Pretty dang high. Good tips. Uh, When were you doing the Google ads yourself? Yes. So I took a class on Google ads on pretty much how to promote and how much money, you know, you would spend doing it on average at the beginning, I was spending about $300. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the return on investment was like three times that just by people finding me in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a learning curve. Um, but when you learn it, then it's beneficial. Google ads and also Yelp. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Yelp controversial one over there. People love to hate Yelp. But But everybody looks to Yelp for reviews and, you know, know, services. So, yeah, no, I know. I know. I mean, it is, it is, uh, you know, like really good exposure. And if, you know, Yelp has the ability to make or break you, you know, depending on, you know, how you look on Yelp and, and Yelp knows it. (laughs) So (laughs) they take advantage of that. Um, but yeah, so you, do you run Yelp ads also? Um, I don't really do too many ads anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, but I have in the past. Yes. I, I used Yelp ads and yeah, I have uh, Facebook ads. I was, I mean, I didn't really do well on the Facebook ads just because I don't really know my demographics on Facebook. Yeah, And that's, that's big. You know, you get like a thousand likes, but there's no conversions to anyone buying anything from you. Yeah. So. You're like, who cares about the, no. the fake internet points? <laughs> right. <the> likes. Yeah. <laughs> the money. Yeah. Some laundry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, so you, okay. Take me back again. I, I really want to nail down, like how, did, how you made the jump from doing your mom's laundry to turn it into a business. Were you, were you still working full-time at the time in another job or were you not working between what was, what was your situation? Yeah. So I was working full-time at the hospital, um, 10 hour shifts off on Fridays. I had a really good schedule. Um, so I would wash people laundry literally through the night, like set my timer Every hour, washing and folding, you know, and I did that for about three years. Um, Year three, I went full time with my business, um, which was right before COVID. 
And so ever since I always say I should have did this sooner, you know, the 10 hours that I was spending working now, I'm spending in my business and I see way more growth in the past year than I've ever seen mm. just because I've had the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times we worry about other things that may happen if you quit your job, but like the time that you can invest in yourself and your dream and like really make things happen is unmatched, you know, from working a full-time job and your side hustle, mm-hmm. you know, and you are spend and you are really in the process. You just really have to trust it. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's a scary step to make. What it really is. Yeah. What gave you the courage to be able to do that? Uh, a lot of prayer, <laughs> yeah. and a lot of prayer. And I just had to step away. Um, you know, when COVID hit my daughter, of course, everybody was at home and I knew I couldn't do both. You know, I couldn't mm-hmm. be a full, you know, all day. I just couldn't do it all. And mm-hmm. so I prayed about it and it was just the right timing. And so ever since I always tell people, it sounds really crazy to quit your full-time job with good benefits, all that great stuff, but you're going to see greater stuff in the end. You know, as long as you focus on your business, don't just quit your job and chill. No, you quit your job and you really invest in yourself. The time, I mean, the time is unmatched. Mm -hmm. The time is really unmatched, you know? Um, And so I tell anybody it's, you know, for me, I wanted the freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to take time. But you if you stay to course, uh, build a strategy and meet those goals, then you'll be fine. Um, I believed in myself enough to leave my full time job that wasn't giving me any satisfaction to do what I love. That. Man, I'm just gonna let that simmer for a second. That's it's so good. You know, I I can't tell you how many people I talk to in consulting calls or coaching calls or whatever who get up to the edge of that cliff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just hard to make that leap, right? Yeah. It's just hard to make that leap. And and like I never fault anybody for, you know, people tell me all the time, like, oh, I've been thinking about buying a laundromat or starting a laundry service or whatever, uh, for years or decades even. Right. And, you know, on the one hand, it's like, well, Hey, you either got to take the leap or go look for something else. Absolutely. But on the other hand, I mean, you get it, like it's scary and it's a hard step to take for the first time. Um, and you don't know what it's going to be like, and you don't know if you're going to succeed. Um, but you don't know until you try. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't know. You don't know. It might be everything that you dreamed on on the other side of quitting that job, making that first step. You might be walking into a whole new life that you enjoy way more than the last one. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't know. So I always say, try it. And if it don't work. Try something else. Yeah. Yeah. Because most people don't like their job. Like, and then a lot of people have a lot of talents, but you don't know how to put it into a business. So it really tried that talent for 30 days. If you can do something for 30 days straight, then you yeah, it's probably a business. But like you said, it's fear, you know, but we can all get through fear. I'm like struggling to write down what you're saying fast enough because it's so good. Like it's so good. Uh, I, I mean, you just said, if you can, 
you know, try your talent for 30 days. If you can do it for 30 days, you can probably make it into a business. And dude, that's so good. I mean, you know, a lot of times I think people get stuck because, you know, we look online, we watch YouTube videos, we read blog posts or whatever. We see ads of all these entrepreneurs who are with their mansions and their Ferraris and all that stuff. And you're like, how would I ever get there? Yeah. Well, the way that you get there is you work 10 hours and then you set your alarm all night long, every hour to switch over laundry. And you do that for years. And then you finally make the leap and make it a full time. Like you gotta, you know, if you don't have the money up front to just, you know, throw a million bucks into a business to get it started and hire a bunch of people to do the work, then you got to do it early on. And, it, and you know, our, there's a, there's a, cultural undercurrent right now in the entrepreneur world. That's like, Hey, don't trade time for money. Right. You know, well, yeah, that's the goal, but you don't just start that way. Most right. times, right. A lot of times you got to work and you got to hustle. You know, I think of, uh, I don't know if you know him yet, but uh, Dave Menz, who's, you know, a lot of my millionaire, you know, and he's somebody who has an awesome operation in Cincinnati and, uh, you know, he's got a big pickup and delivery business. He's got like five or six laundromats. He's building a huge one right now. Um, a lot of things going and he's got a lot of time to, you know, produce videos and all kinds of stuff. Right. But if you, if you go back, actually his book's coming out soon. And in his book, he talks about, you know, the early days and he was doing exactly what you did. He, you know, he worked for, I think the electric company or the phone company or something. And he would get up early and he would go to his laundromat and he would do his stuff there. And then he would go to work for eight or 10 hours. And then on the way home, he would stop back by his laundromat and do work. And he's putting in 16 plus hours a day for a long time to be able to get to the next step. Right. And eventually once you've done that long enough and you've learned the lessons you need to learn, that's when you can stop trading time for money. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So your, your story is awesome wisdom in and of itself. And your, I mean, you, and you're just spouting off so much good stuff right now. Too. <laughs> so, okay. I'm just like super jazz right now. Um, okay. So you were posting on social media and uh -huh. you're starting to get more customers. Uh, when did you feel like, okay, I really have something here. Was it right away that you felt like that or? Yeah, right away. I felt like, okay, people need their laundry done. For me, it was really trying to find my target customer. Mm -hmm. Like every, yes, everybody has laundry, but no, everybody is not my target customer. Mm -hmm. And so I struggled with that for a long time. Initially it was, um, college kids, but I thought about when I was in college, I didn't have any money to hire laundry service to do my laundry. I take it home, you know, but finding that customer really, it took years to find the target one. Uh, for me, I wanted to do, I want to do big business. So like larger contracts. And when I say that universities, hotels, hospitals. So for me, I got certified, um, meaning, um, city of Charlotte where individuals, well, companies could say, Hey, UNCC can say, hey, I need laundry services done in a 
post a bid and you submit a proposal. So for me, that's the arena that I want to stay in because one, it's a clear understanding to say, hey, this is the laundry that I want done. This is how I want it done. Pick up twice a week. And it's that's it. I don't want those one offs. Your wash machine breaks or you just don't want to do laundry this week, you know. So more the residual income. So for me, I got certified. I have like six or seven certifications to ensure that I'm getting those big bids and I'm able to actually be in the running um, to do a lot business on a larger scale. Dude, that's that's really cool. I didn't even know you could get certifications to do that. That's really yeah. cool. Uh, the I mean, I like the fact that you're just thinking bigger, right? Like it reminds me of you know, in like the real estate world, like you could go out and buy, you know, 50 or a hundred single family houses, right? or you could buy one apartment complex that has a yeah. hundred units. Right. right. And, and I mean, it's a very similar parallel there where you could go out and do a bunch of residential right. stuff, which is fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. They're different business models. Um, or you could go get those big contracts and, you know, just make sure you have the volume there. I mean, you could do both too. Right. But, um, but yeah, going to get those big contracts. That's awesome. I love, I love that thinking. Yes. Okay. So you started doing, uh, you started doing laundry. You were doing it from your house early on. Is that? Yes. So I was doing, I was washing and folding the laundry here in my home until COVID. And I knew that I couldn't have individual clothes in my house, keep me and my daughter safe. So that's when I decided to partner with a local laundromat and dry cleaners, meaning we go pick up their laundry, take it to the laundromat, wash, dry, and fold it there and deliver it back to the customer. Okay. So are you, uh, all right. Tell me, tell me a little bit more detail about this. So are you, so you're, got, you're getting, how are customers placing their order? First of all, we have a website, lesliesLaundryCare.com. Okay. I'll link to that in case people want to come check it out. Or if you're in the Charlotte area, get your laundry done Absolutely. by Dominique, not Leslie. <laughs> uh, okay. So they, they placed an order online. Yes. And they're finding your website either probably through Google or through the ads or through social media stuff, right? I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So they place their order online and they can schedule it there. Is that? Yes. Yeah, so they schedule it to say, hey, I want my laundry picked up on a Monday. Can you come between eight and 12? Okay. So they schedule their laundry. Mm -hmm. You go pick it up. Yes. You take it to the laundromat yes. or dry cleaners. Uh, are you doing the laundry once you get there or is somebody else doing the laundry? How's that work? Yeah. So we have staff in the laundromat. So we away the laundry to see how much laundry they have. Um, and then at the laundromat, they're washed, dry and fold in the clothes. Okay. And it's, and it's not your laundromat or your dry cleaner, right? No, we okay. don't have a physical location. Good. Okay. So I've talked with a, a few other people, uh, Mark Vlaskamp, previous podcast guest, uh, did the same. He's in Texas. Uh, actually, he just congrats, you know, to Mark and partners. They just bought their first laundromat location wow. so they can do their own, which is cool. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> might want to connect with him. I can connect you yeah. up with him. He's awesome. Okay. Uh, so, um, what was I, I don't remember what I was going to say. I got so excited about he connecting does, you up with more. <laughs> he does the same thing as me. You say he, um, he picks up the laundry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, all right. So you're, you're dropping it off at the laundromat and the staff there is, is doing the laundry. Yes. Okay. And then when they're done, how do you know when they're done? Do they contact you? What's, or do you give them a schedule? How do you, how do you do that? So our turnaround time is 24 hours. So it's always done the next day. Okay. All right. So then you go back to the laundromat, pick it up, drop it back off. Yes. Okay. Uh, can you tell me how did you, maybe this is what I was going for too. Uh, how did you find a laundromat to partner with and how did like those discussions go? Did you have a conversation with them or you just come start doing laundry there or what's. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's a big thing. Cause you have to ensure quality, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, when I was searching for a laundromat, I would take my own personal clothes, um, drop it off at the laundromat as, I, as if I'm a regular customer see how they wash, dry, and package the clothes, see what they use, um, just kind of see the process. And if I like it, then I'll reach out to them and say, hey, you know, would you like to partner? At that point, that's when we discuss price and negotiate um, to be sure that we're on the same page, meaning, hey, if I give my customer, if if we bring in laundry and you tear up a towel, Who's going to be responsible for it? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be responsible for it or me? And that's something that needs to be talked about beforehand because somebody has to ensure that the customer is happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I just made sure that it was good quality, clean environment, um, well-staffed. And I had a, one time I had a laundromat. It didn't work out. The partnership didn't work out because the employees wouldn't um, read the special preferences, you know, on the customer's clothes. And, you know, you want to make the customer happy. You got to be ensured that things are being done properly. Um, so I would just say be clear from the beginning. Make sure it's documentation always. You know, you want to do a handshake sometime, but sometimes you got to just write it. Put everything in black and white mm-hmm. and make sure that it's good quality so that if my bag, the laundry's in one of my bags. I want you to know Leslie's Laundry Care cares about your, you know, garments. And I just want everyone's laundry done how mine would be done. So mm-hmm. if it's not, and I use my laundromat and dry cleaners on the regular. So I know like if something is not right, I'll know that. Um, and then we have that conversation, but you have to ensure quality. That was really big for me. And also like being close. And when I say that, we service all of Charlotte. And so having a central location like near downtown is really good because everything is about 30 minutes away. So we don't want our drivers driving from 40 minutes to get laundry. It's not it's not realistic. So that was another thing. Location was big for me. Yeah, that that's really good. Um, what uh, I mean, have you gone through? multiple laundromats then, uh, you know, trying to find a good one? Um, at the beginning, I did. Um, now I've been with this current laundromat for about uh, two and a half years. So um, that's one of our main laundromats. And we do have another one that we use, but not 
often um, just because of the location is further out. But so let's just say we have two, but our longest standing one is two and a half years. And it's it's been going really good. You know, they give us wholesale pricing too. Um, so that's really amazing. So if anyone's looking to do a laundry mat um, or a dry cleaner, make sure that you ask them for wholesale pricing that would help with managing your mobile side because there's mm-hmm. other expenses on the mobile side that you may not think of. Right. Like, like what? Can you give us a couple of examples of um, expenses? Sure. Like um, drivers, you know, you have to pay people for their time, gas, mileage, um, just to name a few. Yeah. Yeah. They do add up real quick and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pretty, it's pretty easy to not make money with pickup and delivery if you're not careful and you're not being efficient with your business. Um, okay, so can I can I back up a sec? I okay. I was just thinking when you were talking about uh, about all that that I should have asked this question. How are you? How are you finding out? So on the bigger the bigger deals, the bigger bids that you're doing, how are you finding out? about those bid opportunities? So it's a website um, that you can go on, but they also will send you notification emails to say, hey, this university is looking for laundry services or they're looking to, um, it's different industries. So it's not just laundry. Right. So let's just say you need a hundred shirts or a thousand shirts and you need them printed. Things like that. So it's sent to your email um, or sometimes it's referrals. Um, I recently got um, linked with someone that I was took a class with, actually. And this is a part of networking and connections. Someone I took a class with, um, she is cleaning the hotel and she doesn't do laundry within her cleaning business. So she called me and said, hey, they need laundry services. And it was a connection made. And so that was like my first hotel. But if you think about it, if I wouldn't have took the class, I wouldn't have known this lady and maybe she wouldn't have called me. So mm-hmm. networking is big. Yeah. And networking is huge. I mean, whether you're in, you know, a college or university or whether you're just right. taking classes on your own or whether you're just meeting clients, uh, all that. I mean, like you said, those are all sources of business. And, you know, I, I look back on my like college years and stuff. And I think, I, I mean, I, I remember some of the concepts and stuff and, but you know, I think the most valuable part of college for me was like who I met in college. And I wish I would have been a little more intentional about that. So there's a little pro tip for anybody who's in college or going to college soon Uh, and learn, you know, do well in your classes, but you know, put as much effort into networking, meeting different people as you do into your schoolwork. Cause that some of those relationships will last longer and pay off more. <laughs> Absolutely. You're, yeah. you're a hundred percent right about that. Some of those relationships, if you just would, you know, <laughs> really been intentional about it, but you don't think about it till later, you know, <laughs> no, nobody ever told me that. And, you know, to be honest, I'm not sure I would have put a whole lot of weight in it back then anyways, but but maybe I would have been a little smarter. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, college teaches, I think college teach, teach you discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the, uh, the work, no, you probably won't 
do any of that in your regular life, you know, but yeah. it's okay because the discipline will help you get a business or get another career. So, um, that's my tip. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's, there's some very specialized fields where you probably will use things. Like if you're going to be a neurosurgeon, you probably should, okay. you know, know your stuff, <laughs> but you know, the majority of class, you know, uh, paths, I guess would, you know, majors, you know, it's good, good to know that stuff, but I agree with you a hundred percent. Like that discipline is important because, you know, if you, if you don't develop that, I mean, think about you, for example, like if you didn't have that discipline and that drive, you know, are you going to work 10 hours and do then do laundry all night for like three years? No. Right. Right. You got to have that discipline and it's a, it's a muscle, right? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta exercise it and you gotta learn how to use it. And, mm-hmm. and when you stop using it, you know, it, it gets weaker. So, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So you partnered with one laundromat or you partnered with one dry or two laundromats kind of, but mostly with yeah. one. Um, yeah. What about dry cleaners? Are you partnered with one or multiple or how are you doing that? Um, I have two dry cleaners. Um, it's one primarily and then another one just in case. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's smart too. That kind of mm-hmm. redundancy, that backup there in case yeah. something happens or you know, the other one gets overloaded <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Because one time actually the laundry mat, the water like went out. Mm-hmm. It was like a water break. And, you know, if I think if I didn't have another laundry mat, I would have had to tell all those customers, you know, well, uh, I know you was waiting on your laundry, but sorry for you, you know, yep. but having that extra is like, okay, well, your machine's not working, so I'll take it here. So yeah, having that backup is always good because you don't want to be put in a bind. And even with everything going on still with COVID, like some places, if they close down, you want to make sure that you're still able to run your business. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And you, you definitely don't want to be the one delivering the message that right <laughs> customers have to go to work naked the next day. Cause they're not going to have any clothes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So you, you partnered with these laundromats and I mean, it sounds like things have been going pretty well. You know, you've been doing, you've been doing it for how many, how, when did you start? Yeah. So May, 2017. Okay. So mm-hmm. you've been doing it for yeah. over four years now. Yes. Uh, I mean, what are your, what are your plans? I mean, it sounds like you want to go after some bigger stuff. Are you like right now, are you the the only person in your business? Do you have other people working with you? Um, sure. So we have two drivers and okay. we're currently hiring for, um, uh, um, IT okay. and also like an operations manager. So, um, our next steps, and this is the first time I'm even sharing this, Jordan. <laughs> All right. um, our Exclusive. next step is to have laundry lockers and that'll be coming soon in November. So now we're working on some software in order to have about 10 laundry lockers. And I can't tell the location yet, but just know that it's coming. Very excited. This is a new step. We're going to be able to scale and just be on a top tier level for our customers to be able to access us. So I'm excited. That's very <laughs> cool. Very exciting. And just in case anybody doesn't know what that is, can you just tell us what laundry lockers are and how they, how they're going to help your business? 
Sure. So laundry lockers are similar to Amazon lockers. So the same way you're able to pick up and drop off a package in Amazon lockers, for example, a shopping mall, now you'll be able to go put your laundry in the locker. We will wash, dry, and fold it. And in two days, clean laundry will be in the locker. And all you have to do is just enter a code. So it's going to help our business in a major way. One is that's 10 new customers that we will be able to have, um, but also have a drop-off location. You know, a lot of times when people call and and I say mobile only, they may be in the car looking for my location. And now I can tell them, hey, you can go to this place if you want to drop it off. So I think it's going to be, we're going to be better because we're going to be more accessible for those people that want to see their laundry going in one place. Or you may be on the way home from work and you just want to drop off your suit or your shirt mm-hmm. that you got some catch up on. I don't know. But we'll just have um, laundry lockers available for our customers. Yeah, that's super exciting to kind of expand out that way. And I, I think that'll be an awesome way for you. Like you said, just having physical locations to point people to yes. is huge. And but also, you know, just being able to, it's a little bit more convenient, right? For for certain customers to be able to just drop it off in that locker whenever it's convenient for them. A little more convenient for you guys to be able to collect laundry in one spot. You can pick up a bunch of stuff at once. Super nice, more efficient. I like that. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So um, one question I have for you in terms of the future is, you know, I, I mean, you're, you're splitting some of your margins with a laundromat and, and dry cleaner. You have any plans in the future to, you know, get your own location or maybe pick up a, you know, a warehouse or something. Uh, any plans to do that? Yes. So a warehouse will be more convenient, I think, for me, um, just because when I think of large laundry, I'm thinking tons and tons of laundry. So I I really don't want a retail location where customers are able to come in and do their laundry. But yes, if we had about two wash machines and two dryers and like a warehouse um, to start off, that's that's definitely the next goal. Yeah. All right. Well, once you start winning some of these big bids, you might need more than a couple washers. And yeah, dryers. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Um, okay. Well, I mean, this has been awesome. I mean, what, how, how, uh, I don't know. How are you feeling about the business right now? Like, are you optimistic? Are you seeing things going in, in a good direction? Yeah, I feel really good about it. You know, this will be the first big, really, investment that I'm doing with the laundry lockers. Um, Also, we're opening a nonprofit. So it'll be Leslie's Laundry Care Foundation. We'll we'll be helping the homeless um, in a major way. So that's coming soon also. We're currently building a team to basically have a mobile laundry mat where we're able to go um, anywhere in Charlotte, um, and wash, dry, and fold homeless um, people clothes and also, you know, restore the confidence, um, hire them, and um, just be better for the community. So really, we're, we're focused on the community now um, because I feel like everybody can make money hand over fist, but how are you helping the next person, especially now and what's going on? So 
our efforts are moving more towards building a team for our foundation. Um, so the laundry lockers will will assist us um, on Leslie's on the wash and fold part. But for the community, um, we're going to need everyone's help in order to help. To We're going to need help in order to help our neighbors. <laughs> I think that's super cool. <laughs> super cool. And it's, you know, what's cool. Well, I mean, there's a lot of cool things about that. But you know, what's really cool is that when you're early in your business, you, you, you have to kind of just be solely focused on your business. And when you have the time and space to even think about starting a foundation, then you know, you're doing stuff right in your business because there's no time to think about starting a foundation and rallying a community behind a cause when you're, you know, when you're struggling to pay the bills every single week. So I mean, and obviously, you know, the, the vision and mission behind the foundation is very cool also, but just, you know, the part that we don't think about as much is that it takes a certain level of, you know, I'll call it success to be able to get to a point, to have space, to be able to even think about that. So very cool. Congratulations. And also very cool about the foundation. And, you know, as you get more information about that, as it starts to develop, you have to let me know and I can pass on information to people who might be interested to see how you're doing that might be interested in doing something different or similar. Uh, So, yeah. All right. Well, we have a section called secret sauce. Listen up, it's the secret sauce. Okay. And secret sauce is basically just like, hey, is there something that you feel like is working really well in what you're doing with your business that might help out other people doing, you know, pickup and delivery? Um, yes, something that I'm doing really well, marketing and branding. Um you know, a lot of times people don't know who you are, so they don't trust you. So they, you have to build the trust. So I would can I just real quick, can I yeah. just talk about the irony of that? Sure. Because <laughs> people think that you're Leslie, but you're not. So I just wanted to point out the irony in people having to know you so they can trust right. you. But I'm just kidding. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. <laughs> so, um, so you have people do business with people that they love and they trust. So you want people to know who you are, brand everything that you pass out to your customers. When I say that, at least put your logo and a way to contact you, whether it's your website, a telephone number, you know, that has helped me in so many ways. For me, I use my bags. So every customer, I give them a free bag with all my information. Just in case they forget who I am, you go into your closet, you see the laundry bag or someone may be at your house and you say, oh, that's a nice bag. Where'd you get it? And it's just that's word of mouth, you know, and that's free to the customer. So one, find something tangible to give to your customers so that they know who you are and be diligent and consistent about giving your information out. So those are the two secret sauce that I can provide today. Yeah. I mean, I think that that is awesome. And I love, you know, make sure whatever you give out has your logo, which people usually remember. Yes. And a way to contact you with, which half the time, I think people 
forget to put that part on, but that's the important part, right? right. Like <laughs> they can remember you and they're like, oh yeah, Leslie's laundry. Right. I you had to contact them, you know, right now. And even if they Google it, who knows, man, there may be an ad for somebody else and they just right. click on that and, and you're done. Right. But if you put your, your contact information right there, make it easy, you know, yes. help them help you, right? right. Help them help you. Right. So I love that. And I love kind of the virality of that, especially with your bags, right. Mm -hmm. And being a conversation piece and being a tool that, you know, kind of sneakily helps the word of mouth get out, right? Helps your customers promote your business for you. So yes. pretty cool. Thank you. Um, all right. Awesome secret sauce. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. We have another section called pro tips. Pro tips. And that is, hey, if there's somebody looking to get started, maybe doing things the way that you're doing them uh, with a, a pickup and delivery service, do you have any tips that they need to know to help them get started in the right direction? Sure. So first, I would say find your passion because there's some days that you're not going to get paid. And if you don't like it, that's going to discourage you. Find your passion. Do something for 30 days. If you like it, turn it into a business. Make sure you get your LC bank account. Do everything that you need to do up front. So it's not on the back end. Um, if you want to do mobile pickup and delivery, I would say make sure you get signage for your car. You know, it wasn't until I put my logo on the back of my car, I made my first like $3,000 just by somebody being behind me, needing dry cleaning services to end up being like a golfing company and they needed tablecloths clean. And the next day I went to go pick it up. And it was just like... So easy. Spend whatever. It was like $100 to put it on the back of my car. So invest in yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, put signage on your car if you want to do pickup and delivery and give something tangible to your customer. I don't care if it's a pen, paper, something valuable to your business or something that the customer can use. If they can't use it over and over again, get a flyer, get something that you can give to your customer. Um, because that helped me uh, early on and it still helped me to this day. So, so yeah. And if you have any questions, I feel free to give me a call or email. You know, I'm always willing to help because we're learning this together. Yeah. Well, hold on. We're not to that part yet. I'm going to ask you that in a second. Don't jump the gun. I have one more question before we get to that one. Uh, but, I mean, that's awesome. And I, and I think that the pro tip uh, advice is, so good. And it, you know, it kind of ran through the theme of this, which I love, but Hey, like go find your passion, yeah. go try things out for 30 days, go take your classes, invest in yourself. Um, and then, uh, I mean, just the, just the practical tip of like, Hey, get, go get a sign, like the return on investment for a hundred dollar, like bumper sticker, yeah. basically, right? you know, for a three, one, $3,000 order. Yes. I mean, take that all day, every day. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, super good. And then also, I mean, you know, you said this very genuinely and I, and you mean it right. But it's like really good advice too, is like, go talk to somebody who's done this and yeah. who's learned, like, you know, go learn Dominique's lessons yeah. that she's learned. So you don't have right. to go learn them the hard way. And you right. can start instead of starting here at the bottom, right. you know, and learning the lessons, start a little higher from, 
taking some lessons from people who've been there and then yeah. you can make your mistakes going up from there, but you can skip all these other mistakes yeah. in between. So that's very important, you know, because a lot of times people think you're their competitor, even though, yes, you may be in the same space. But like you said, you don't have the same goals. Like I can talk to someone in the laundry industry and they may want every single apartment complex in Charlotte. I don't want that, you know, so I'm going after other contracts. So now we can work together because we don't even want the same customer, Mm -hmm. you know. So like you said, sharing those lessons and being able to grow because, you know, what, I came from corporate America and nobody could talk to me about business because they were employees and not to say it in that way. But they they don't care. Like they don't have anything to tell me about business. So go find those people that's in business that can help you, which mm-hmm. means networking. And LinkedIn is best for that. Yeah. 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 Probably a good place to get some bigger uh, bids too, get some ads yes. uh, going over there too. Interesting. Yes. All right. Well, awesome pro tips. I mean, like just spouting off a lot of wisdom today. This is like value packed. Thank you for sharing. Uh, all right. Another question before we get to, you know, how people can get a hold of you. Uh, another question is, do you have any resources that you recommend to help people either, you know, improve their knowledge about business or to help them improve themselves personally? Sure. Um, one book I would recommend would be good to great. Mm-hmm. Atomic Habits. I love that one too. And Know Your Numbers. Ooh, I haven't read that one. Know Your Numbers. Yes. That one's probably a lot scary for a lot of people because a lot of people are scared of numbers. But yeah, I know. So important. So important. So especially with business, if you don't know your numbers, it's real easy to get yourself into trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. The first chapter is pay yourself. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, it seems simple, but when you're running right. a business and especially when you're early on, it's it's a difficult concept to live out. It reminds me of uh the book. I don't know if you've read Profit First. No, um, I'll get that done. Yeah, that's a really good book. Uh, it was really hard for me to read it when I was reading it because I was reading it going through. You know, I bought my first laundromat and it was a disaster. I was losing money left and right. And, you know, Profit First is super good book, but it was really difficult to, to read and that. figure out how to implement. Yeah. <laughs> so good resource recommendations. I'll put links to all those for anybody who's interested in, in checking those books out. I'll put links. If you're on YouTube, they'll be down in the description. If you're listening to the podcast, they'll be at, in the show notes. Uh, that way you can just kind of click on those and and go check them out because I've not read know your numbers, but you know, just judging by the, you know, the first chapter, I know it's going to be a good one. The other two good to great and atomic habits. I probably read every year or every other year wow. least, uh, for those ones that are both really solid books. Right. And profit first is, is top notch. Read that. I'm, I'm getting it today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No problem. Well, I almost almost called you Leslie. It's hard because you got it on your shirt and you got it behind you on the wall. 
and it's on the bag. It's just like messing with my mind right now. And I get, I'm, you know, I get your customers now getting you confused, but no, Dominique, this has been incredible. And uh, man, seriously, like so much wisdom. And, you know, we just, speaking of LinkedIn, we just connected on LinkedIn. This is our first time talking. I did not know what to expect. Yes. And I have been blown away by you and by what you're doing. And I cannot wait. You know, I'm, I'm pretty confident that your business is going to blow up. And I just want to say, you know, don't forget, don't forget us little people over here. You know, after you blow up, you need to come back on and tell us how you did it. Absolutely. Uh, be a lot of fun. So if people, you know, have questions, maybe they want to get started in, you know, in their area for, you know, uh, a laundry pickup and delivery service, or maybe they just, you know, are jiving with all the things that you're saying here. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Sure. So you can follow us on, um, Instagram, lesliesLaundryCare.com, Facebook, Leslie's Laundry Care. Um, you can call me 704-898-4892. Um, or just reach out LinkedIn, Leslie's Laundry Care. So Twitter, Leslie's Laundry Care. <laughs> Pinterest, no, I'll just win. <laughs> about snapchat are you on tiktok are you on tiktok you oh yeah on TikTok. i am on tiktok leslie's laundry here on tiktok tiktok yeah. is so much fun i love it, tiktok <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome that is awesome uh so i mean i just just let you know people will probably contact you pretty much everybody's okay. put you know put contact information I'm out here. there each one you know. each one yeah i love it i love it <laughs> and uh hey Thank you again so much for coming on. This has been my pleasure. Awesome. I'm like super jazzed from it's like morning <laughs> here still. And I'm like super jazzed for the day now because of you. So I appreciate it. And I know a lot of people are going to appreciate you and sharing your story too. And uh, man, we'll definitely have to do some more stuff together and have you back I, on after you blow I love up. It. <laughs> I love it, Jordan. Thank you so much. Have a no good day. problem. My pleasure. All right. So cool of an episode, uh, man. I just, Dominique just brought some really cool stuff. I was taking tons of notes and I was writing down quotes left and right. And uh, man, it was just so cool. So again, Dominique, thank you for coming on, sharing wisdom and sharing your experience with us. Very, very cool. Uh, man. Hey, every week I tell you, man, it, none of this even matters. Nice, entertaining story, you know, pretty, you know, feel good stuff there. However, none of it means anything for you and your goals unless you actually do something with it. Okay. So Dominique shared a ton of stuff that you can implement into your life, whether that's different ways of thinking about things, whether that's, uh, there's a ton of stuff, right? So here's my thing. Every single week, I want you to pick one thing, one thing and put it into action right? Because it's action that's going to take you to your goals. Learning is good as a backup to action, right? As a precursor to action. Uh, but if you do too much of that and no action, you're never going to achieve your goals. So pick something this week that Dominic said or did or something from the episode and put it into action. Um, even if, Hey, you know what? Even if it's just being grateful for having two kidneys, you know, throwing it back to my brother there. And, you know, we got a lot to be thankful for. So making sure we're finding things to be thankful for, um, you know, might be a good one, but for me, uh, man, I don't even care about my kidneys. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but for me, the thing that I'm going to take away from this, I love what she said. 
And one of the things, one of the pieces of advice she gave was try your talent for 30 days. You know, if you have a talent or something that you're interested in or a passion or something like that, try it for 30 days and see, like just really commit to it for 30 days and see where it takes you. Could take you somewhere cool and uh, man, keep taking action. All right. We will see you on whatever the next thing is, next podcast episode, maybe, or we'll see you on the forums, laundromatresource.com slash forums, or we'll see you at the webinars, or we'll see you, you know, wherever we see you, we will see you there and looking forward to it. And man, I, you know what? I just, I love, love, love everything that's happening right now. Thank you guys for being so rad. Thank you for getting me you know, to 70 episodes because none of this happens without you guys. That's a, uh, that's a lot of work to put in, to put in 70 episodes and a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of ups and downs, to be honest, emotionally speaking. So very, very cool. We made it this far and looking forward to a lot more with you guys. All right. We'll see you. Peace. 